0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Alina podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. Um, guys, uh, speaking about food, today I was chatting with a client of mine and he asked me what is better, ham or chicken? Like what's considered processed food or more processed food, ham or chicken? Um, and guys, It depends on the ham and chicken you're having. Like, where did you get your chicken? How did you cook it? What did you add? Did you get it from some store? Was it packaged with a bunch of uh, ingredients added to make it last longer, like a lot of preservatives or additives? And where did this ham come from? Um, Is it ham from Parma, Italy, where they... Take pork, add salt and thyme, and those are the only three ingredients that they uh, add to their um, ham. Well, they use for their ham pork, thyme, and salt, right? Or is it ham from your local Tesco or Whole Foods? So that was packaged and meant to be to last for like months and years with a bunch of preservatives uh, and additives. Like, uh, where does this ham or chicken? come from, right? And that matters for any food, guys. Quality matters. And if there is one thing you want to take away from this podcast, uh, if there is just one thing, take away this, read the ingredient list all the time. Because if there is something on that ingredient list that you can't recognize, chances are your gut microbiome, your body wouldn't recognize either. And that's a bad news because that means that most probably there are going to be inflammatory, allergic reactions. Um, There are going to be inflammation increased in your body. Um, There might be um, long-term negative consequences when it comes to your gut health and your metabolic health and your cravings and your hunger control. So many things can happen when we add weird, unrecognizable, novel ingredients uh, into our food on a regular basis. So please do check the ingredients, and then that will tell you whether that ham or chicken is better. And actually, ham and chicken, when they are minimally processed without any additives and preservatives, uh, they both have nutrients that are uh, good for our body, that are needed in our body, uh, and so It's not like ham in general is better or chicken in general is better. No, it depends, you know, what kind of chicken, what kind of ham, how they were made, what was added. So details matter. Uh, Besides um, ham and chicken, today we are talking about growth hormone, guys. Uh, Growth hormone, um, it's important for growing kids and teenagers, of course, to help them to grow and develop. But in adults, it's also very important. Now, growth hormone does a lot of things in our body. Um, but specifically, we are focusing today on this podcast on three uh, functions that growth hormone Plays a huge role in those are athletic performance. So with more, um, growth hormone in your body, you can go harder. You can work out more. You can, uh, lift heavier. Your athletic performance and ability, um, is increased. Uh, the second thing, uh, growth hormone boosts protein production or protein synthesis or basically making, um, your lean muscle and maintaining it. So usually people with adequate growth hormone production um, have good amount of lean mass. And that, as we know, contributes to longevity. It actually seems to predict longevity, meaning the more muscle mass people have outside of bodybuilding world, uh, the longer they usually live. The stronger they are, the less diseases they have. So lean body mass, it's good news. So growth hormone helps a lot with that, like a lot, a lot. And then also growth hormone boost uh, fat utilization in our body or basically burning fat for um energy so usually people with good amount of growth hormone also are leaner usually the amount of growth hormone declines with age and that is uh, that is one of the reasons why uh people older uh seem to have more body fat and less uh lean body mass um so it's um it's a good idea to do all the practices we can to um, help our body to produce adequate amount of growth hormone, and our modern environment actually help us helps us do the opposite. Helps quote unquote. It helps us to uh, make less of growth hormone, and now you're gonna. Find out why. Uh, by the way, guys, all the science, all the takeaways that you're gonna hear today are coming to you from Andrew Huberman. Uh, that's the guy who uh, I'm listening to all the time, reading his work. He um, has his own lab in Stanford, a neuroscience lab, where and on his own time he also researches a lot, researches a lot of studies related to. Uh, how our brain operates and how, what kind of neurochemistry happening in our brain, what kind of hormones neurotransmitters are produced in our brain, in our body and how they affect everything. So super smart guy in Stanford. Um, and so these routines, takeaways and advice are coming from him uh, and his research. So growth hormone. Now growth hormone is stimulated by exercise a lot. Um, Strength training, especially, and then endurance training that is challenging. Um, it seems um, that the best kind of training for guys is about 60 minutes of um, moderate to high intensity at times training. And for women, it's 30 minutes of same training. Now, if you are doing too much of exercise, too long, uh, all the time, then your growth hormone uh, production going to be compromised. So you're going to produce less of it. So when it comes to exercise, more isn't better, right? Intensity matters. Um, the ideal time seems to be 60 minutes for men, uh, 30 minutes for females, but uh, intensity also matters a lot. And so you, you will still uh, boost your growth hormone with shorter workouts too. depends on the workout and each individual. But anyhow, that's when it comes to training. Now, once you do the training, there are a few things that uh, will uh, influence growth hormone production on the same day. So most of the gro- growth hormone is produced during the night when we sleep, during the first stage of sleep, deep sleep, earlier in the night. And so the amount of that growth hormone um, produced is going to highly depend on your blood sugar. Like uh, blood sugar, insulin levels, they influence the amount of growth hormone that is produced that night after your training. So when your blood sugar runs high and insulin runs high, uh, there is much, 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 much less growth hormone produced. So if you're someone who are consuming a lot of added sugars in their diet, whose uh, blood sugar and insulin are always running high, uh, and if you're eating a lot of Processed foods um, that also that all will influence the amount of growth hormone in produced, and that's gonna make. Um, growth hormone production for your body easier or more difficult depending on the quality of your diet so you want to minimize processed foods you want to minimize added sugars and basically you want to with your lifestyle with your nutrition manage your blood sugar much better you know fasting helps with that and also not eating your um big meals um right before bedtime that also helps and not drinking anything sweet before bedtime for sure so your blood sugar gotta be on a lower side for a lot of growth hormone to be produced and that's why it is recommended to eat um three hours before bed um 2 hours at the latest, so your blood sugar stabilizes by the time you are uh, in your deep sleep and the growth hormone can be released. So, not eating before bed, good practice for growth hormone, and a lot of people not following it. Uh, not, adding, not eating a lot of added sugars, uh, drinks with added sugars, a lot of processed foods that have added sugars. By the way, flowers, white flowers, and all kinds of pastries are also considered to be white sugar. So breads, bagels um, also will make your blood sugar and insulin run high and that will diminish the amount of growth hormone released and that will diminish your chances to build more muscle and burn more fat and be better at exercise. So blood sugar has a lot to do with growth hormone and that's why you want to eat a whole food diet, um, minimally processed, not eat too late. Another practice uh, that helps to boost your growth hormone production uh, is temperature. So temperature, warming up before your workout, like maybe five-minute um, run at medium intensity or maybe a few burpees or uh, something to warm your core, your body up uh, will help to boost growth hormone production during the workout and after. And then also having some sort of hot bath or hot shower after your workout, raising your uh, body temperature also will help to boost growth hormone production. Especially beneficial saunas. Like if you have um, sauna available to you, then uh, getting into sauna, Often helps with growth hormone, but especially this, there is this protocol that seems to boost uh, growth hormone by 1600%. Studies show. Um, So you get into sauna. For 20 minutes at about 175 uh, degrees fahrenheit or 80 degrees celsius so you get in the sauna for 20 minutes you then cool down for about 5-10 minutes you get into the sauna for another 20 minutes and then cool down completely so you do this three times three days in a row uh, for a week and you do it every week, and so you're gonna maximize your growth hormone by a factor of sixteen, so one thousand six hundred percent. So if you're someone who are into a lot of self experimentation, you might try this, right? But for a lot of us guys, like I'm not too much into sauna, and definitely not going to spend that much time in there. Um, so for for most of us, what you can take away from today is that if you want to make it easier for your body to produce growth hormone to increase lean body mass to make you better at exercise to reduce amount of body fat you carry um if you want to do all of this what you can do is start eating whole foods uh, no added sugars no flours uh make sure that you have good quality diet to maintain stable um on a lower side, blood sugar and insulin levels, uh, and that will help you to your body to produce more growth hormone after your workouts or while you sleep. So that you can do not eating two, three hours before bed also will help because every time you eat, blood sugar is going to be raised. Um, how much it's going to be raised depends, you know, for every individual on and. Will depend on the kinds of food you eat and your activity levels, etc. But anyhow, not eating before bed two three hours three hours is is better than two um, is a good idea to increase the amount of growth hormone released on that night after you exercise. Exercise boosts growth hormone. So um, endurance training, weight training, especially uh, right you want to go intense, um, but not for too long, not too often. Otherwise. it's going to have the opposite effect. Less growth hormone, not more. So you don't want to be over-exercising. Probably like mm, 60 to 90 minutes for for guys, 30 to 60 minutes for girls, three, four times per week is more than... Plenty with moderate intensity, um, maybe some endurance training, high intensity training, some weight training in there. Uh, and these practices will help you to build more muscle and burn more fat and be better at exercise and just and also live longer and stay look more useful. Um, I think, you know, one of the reasons why for me it got so much easier to build muscle and um, maintain lean body mass. It sometimes it just feels like I sleep, do nothing, and the, you know, lean muscle just grows. Uh, of course, I do exercise, you know, uh, every every day. Not every day, I do intense training two times a week. I do yoga, you know, I do dancing sometimes. Uh, I do train with weights um, at least, like, and, and endurance three times a week. So anyhow, but then you know I have a good quality diet. There are no added sugars, no no crap, no weird ingredients. I don't eat late at night. I fast fasting, by the way, intermittent fasting. Also, guys, I forgot to tell you, intermittent fasting does increase growth hormone uh, via certain mechanisms uh, that um, help your body to. To release certain substances that imitate growth hormone, but basically fasting does increase growth hormone. So intermittent fasting, scientifically proven to increase the amount to increase the amount of growth hormone. Uh, Not too much though, yeah, because uh, if we are overdoing it, then uh, the body gonna break down the muscle. But you know, try it. Maybe start with like seeing sixteen hours of fasting, eight hour. Eating window, uh, that's also called the Lean Gains method. Uh, if you're curious about that, ask me via uh, my email and tell to you, create yourself that today or on any social media. Lean Gains uh, intermittent fasting. But yeah, intermittent fasting also helps with growth hormone, and by that, it helps you to uh, build and maintain lean body, lean muscle, and then burn more fat and be better at exercise. So intermittent fasting helps. Um, uh and then again to repeat temperature warming up before your workout and having a hot bath or hot shower for five, 10 minutes helps with growth hormone sauna helps um Sleeping well, of course, helps that when most growth hormone is produced. So if you aren't sleeping uh, on a regular schedule, uh, seven, eight hours a night, uh, that's bad news for your growth hormone. And a lot of people do not have good sleep habits. So are you one of those people, guys? So you are compromising a lot your growth hormone. So sleep, you know, sleep. Don't forget to sleep. Temperature, we talked about that. We talked about not eating a lot of processed crap and added sugars, not eating two, three hours before bed, intermittent fasting fasting helps, train, and you're going to look better than like 99.9% of people out there. So uh, use science, increase the amount, boost the amount of growth hormone uh, in your body, and you're going to stay stronger, leaner, and probably smarter too for many years of your life. So that's it for today, guys. Uh, Increase your growth hormone with these methods, and you're going to look and feel Awesome! Uh, if you have any questions, please reach out for more details on any specific protocol you heard about on this podcast. Share this episode with another uh, buddy of yours or girlfriend of yours who are into growth hormone, lean body mass, and uh, exercise, and stink useful for many years to have. So share this episode. Uh, maybe do some experiments together. It's always fun. Um, reach out if you need more help. And as usual, guys next time, eat better daily. By the way, guys, on the next podcast, you're going to hear about foods for motivation. Yes, there are specific foods that actually boost your motivation via helping your body to create more dopamine. So stay tuned and eat better.